Welcome to the WP Builds Podcast, bringing you the latest news from the WordPress community. Now, welcome your hosts, David Wormsley and Nathan Wrigley. Hello there, good morning, good evening, whatever it is, wherever you are. This is episode 83 of the WP Builds podcast. It's entitled Breezy Page Builder. Dimitri Baitanchuk tells us all about it. It was published on Thursday, the 5th of July, 2018. My name's Nathan Wrigley from pictureandword.co.uk, a small web development agency based in the north of England, and I'll be joined a little bit later by David Wormsley from davidwormsley.com so that we can have our discussion before the interview and our little ending facts at the end of the interview. The discussion this week is entitled Technophobic Clients and How We Deal With Them. And then after the interview, we've got a little ending fact entitled 7 Out of 10 Customers Find a Company Via the Blog please go to wpbuilds.com and listen to the episodes. Uh, You can use the buttons underneath the podcast player. There's lots of buttons there. You can share it on Android and on iTunes. And we'd really appreciate it if you gave us a a five-star review on iTunes. That would help us out a great deal. Okay, some other things to mention. If you go to wpbuilds.com forward slash deals, there's a whole load of deals on that webpage. There's 20% off any toolset license, 25% off any main WP license, 20% off blog, blog vault or Malcare, and also 80% off Block Party, which is a Gutenberg Blocks creation tool. I would also ask that if you want to in any way subscribe to the wpbuilds.com newsletter or the Facebook group or Messenger or anything like that, go to wpbuilds.com forward slash subscribe. That would be great. And we'd love to love to hear from you. I don't know how many of you know, but every Monday um, we put out a news bulletin. It's about 10 minutes long. Um, but if you subscribe to the feed for the podcast, you'll also get the news bulletins. But you can find those over at the wpbuilds.com website. If you scroll to the bottom of the homepage, you'll find the links. So there we go. Right. Today, we will be talking to Dimitri Baitanchuk. You may may or may not have heard that there's a new page builder in town called Breezy. It's got lots and lots of really cool and interesting new features. They handle an awful lot of things like the way that you interact with uh, components on the page and where the menus are that you click and do things with. They're all in slightly different places, which which you might find favourable. So he's going to come on. He works for ThemeFuse, the developers of this particular plugin. And uh, yeah, he's uh, he's going to tell us all about it, why they built it, what it's good for, um, and and how you might get your hands on it. It's it's really, he's a great guy, really interesting discussion. But before we get to that, we will go to the discussion with David Wormsley and myself. Thanks for tuning in. Appreciate it as always. And I hope you enjoy this week's podcast. And today's chat, we are calling technophobic clients and how we deal with them. Nathan, I think you're going to have much more experience with this than me. Um, yeah, possibly. Uh, you. The reason for that, of course, is that you've kind of moved away from dealing directly with clients in the, the sort of latest iteration, whereas I, I have to deal with clients myself, which is really fun sometimes. Uh, do you ever, ever deal with clients nowadays? <laughs> 
I, well, I do. And in fact, I'm going to move, I guess, more to that because I'm going to be hands-on. It's just that I've been protected by getting my work through other people and they're dealing with the client and I'm, you know, kind of building the site in the background most of the time, not always, but so I do have some experience. I do have some funny stories really. Yeah. I guess we should class um, or describe what we mean by technophobe. Um, Mm. My my sort of definition of that is somebody who's just not willing uh, to, it doesn't really have a past in using technology, um, possibly somebody that's been told by a boss or, you know, decided for themselves that they need a website and that they need to take this in hand and get on with it. But in the real world, they don't bother with technology and they don't really like it possibly. And, and when pushed into doing it, they they react in a variety of ways. Some people embrace it and learn and other people hate it and get really angry uh, by it. Yeah, I think, I don't know if it's the case with you. Most people I know who are called technophobic they declare this openly at the beginning that's true <laughs> yeah I'm no good with computers they yeah say. yeah yeah and then kind of mock themselves nicely often mm. you know kind of oh I can't believe I did that oh I'm such an idiot <laughs> as you've just deleted the last two hours work <laughs> that, <laughs> do, you think, kind of do you think there's a gender difference in this no I don't really know I mean my experience is that um certainly all the all the people that I deal with, it's a bit of a mix and a match. I've got a, a range of female clients who protest their technophobia and, and equally men. So from my experience, not really. I think the men are less willing to admit to it. But mm. my experience from my perspective, you know, the people that I classify as technophobes are a real broad, a broad church, as they say. Yes. No, I just noticed it was just mostly with the female clients that they're the ones who declare that they're no that's good it. with the technology. But of course they are. Yeah, yeah. well, that, <laughs> that's just more it. Open. Yeah, I mean, the, the way it kind of manis- manifests itself for me is usually um, through, you know, it just becomes obvious at the outset, either, as you say, they declare that they can't do it or very quickly they uh, they present signs of technophobia. You know, they ask you to explain things multiple times. And they're not familiar with common conventions of the internet, like, well, I mean, for example, you say things like, okay, find the main menu, and that just falls on deaf ears. No, no, what do you mean? Okay, right, the thing at the top, um, where it says home, that's everything there is... No, no, yeah, it goes on like that, doesn't it? And they can't find the simplest things that you want them to look at. And then, of course... If it's as difficult as it is to find the menu, then when we get inside the WordPress UI, boy, I mean, whoa, there's a lot of fun in store there. Yeah, absolutely. You know, my colleague, the person who gives me most of the work at the moment or has done for a long time, she actually, I mean, since about 2000, she's had a web design business. But for, for a while, and she stopped it now, she branched off into offering local technical support. So she was going around oh, right. to... Okay pensioners homes but who wanted to get on the the internet you know but wow had a computer and stuff she stopped it in the end because she because of the support was just too much of course she would you know charge for her time to go and meet them but then she would give her a telephone number and of course she would get lots of calls yeah which was difficult to charge for afterwards and i guess this is the, I think this is the crux of the issue why we're talking about it isn't it because if we don't get support in this right we are they going to let people down or we might, you know, it's either going to cost us a lot or we might lose some business by not looking after people well. The, the way it manifests itself mostly for me is that litany of emails often 
where, mm. you know, the clients, you'll solve a problem and then they'll come back with another problem and then come back with another problem and then come back with another problem. So you just get this thing going on. What I do with my, I encourage, strongly encourage and sometimes enforce the idea of uh, let's talk about it for 30 minutes at the end of the month of, as part of the care package. And I just oh. say, say anything that that you literally can't, you cannot cope without this happening within the next few days. Well, then, yeah, that's fine. Send me an email, but be prepared for me to knock, kick that down the road if I think you're being a bit overbearing. Um, mm. And then normally it's, right, okay, let's, you put together, let's say for, for whatever's comfortable for them, you put together a Word document of all the lists, let's you put them in a bullet-pointed list, whatever, and then in our half-hour monthly meet-up clinic sort of thing, we'll just go through them all. Um, yeah and we'll fix them where it's fixable and if not then it becomes a different matter so you know point three there's no way we're going to fix that in half an hour or 20 minutes so let's just kick that one down the road and we'll deal with that either next month or we'll um or you'll have to roll that up and it could be an additional bit of work at some point ah that sounds great so you've got a, a good control over this really i i do but i can't that the, the <laughs> it's so easy to say those words isn't it but the reality is I can't stop the stuff from happening and I yeah. can't stop the emails coming in saying, can you just do this? And some people just bend to that request and they are absolutely fine with it and they stick to it. And every month you have your little phone call and they've dutifully bullet pointed all the things and you get through them in 15 minutes with time to spare so that you can talk about, you know, developing the business and making the website different over the months to come. And some people just... But they just don't. They're just not that way inclined. And so you end up writing repeated emails and it gets a little bit frustrating. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> um, yeah, it, I mean, it is fundamentally just one of the multitude of communication issues that we have with clients, isn't it? We're, this is what we're always talking about. That's what it comes down to, isn't it? But it's, I don't know if there's any one way of getting the, the message over. Has anybody sort of pushed it too far and you've had to say... Uh, recently somebody nearly did in that they just kept coming back with what felt like the same thing. Um, they sort of dressed up the same issue as different things. And I kept sort of implying that, no, this, we can't do this in this amount of time. And, and, and it just kept coming back. And eventually I think it just threw, um, you know, fear of repeating themselves ridiculous amounts of time. It just stopped. So that kind of took itself away. The... The, the way that I've dealt with this, and I've just had so many ways of dealing with it, and I've never really settled on the right way. So, you know, there's always the telephone where you phone them up and you explain. Then there's the the uh, writing them an email. But I've really tried to stay away from that because mm. I, I had a period where I was doing things like using screenshotting tools to, you know, explain mm. the multiple steps to, to, to get past this problem that you're having. Because very often the problems aren't actually problems. They're just lack of understanding. You know, they, mm. they've forgotten how to do something or they never knew how to do something. And that functionality was always there. And like, I don't know, it might be filling in a custom field or something. And for some reason, they've 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 collapsed advanced custom fields fields and they can't figure out how to uncollapse it. Something trivial like that. Um, and they've never had to do it. They accidentally press something one day. And so, you know, take a screenshot, explain what's happened. Da, 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 mm. Very quick to do. But then if there's a multi-step problem, very quickly, an email becomes the mm -hmm. wrong tool to use because you have to take multiple screenshots, write text, and all of a sudden, mm. within five minutes, you're wasting your time. So increasingly, I've started to use uh, a service called GetLoom 
or mm. I think it's just called Loom, but the URL I think is getloom.com. Yeah. And it installs a little extension in your browser, in my case, Chrome, and you click the button and it helpfully says, do you want to start a, you know, capturing your screen? And, and I think you drag around the bit that you want or you go for the whole screen. Mm. And, um, and then I just do a screencast which usually is about three minutes and that's I'll get 20 times more content in that and I just then embed the link in the UR in a, in an email and say watch this that should fix your problem yeah I, I've taken to that you know and I the other week I got a job for one of the clients to do and they like to tinker around they've you know I think they're a real success because they've they've really grasped what they can do in Beaver Builder in this case. So, and um, so now I even though he's given me a job because he can't do this one thing, I just built into the time it took some time to record what I'd done, so he he knew how he could do it in future. And I yeah. think you know that's the way I'm going forward with things. That's absolutely mm. what I do. As soon as I figure out this is more than a couple of steps. I just yeah. click the button and just record it and talk into the mic. I mean, the setup's no, it's no different from me doing what I'm doing with you right now. You know, I pull the yeah. microphone in front of my face, click a button. In our case, we record audio. In this case, I'm just recording what's on the screen. And and to be honest, whilst the majority of my clients never even reply to that email, they'll just, I you know, but the presumption is, well, they haven't replied. That's a good thing. A yeah. few occasionally have written back saying, boy, thanks, that was... That was going above and beyond because actually it was a load easier for me. But mm. from their point of view, it feels like I'd done something a bit cool. You know, I'd done, I'd made a video for them and they could hear my voice and yes. I was specifically getting to their problem. So that's, that's like a total win for me because I did less and they think I'm a bit, uh, you know, trying harder. Whereas actually I'm, I'm just fixing it quicker. <laughs> yeah. No, exactly the same. Cause uh, yeah, once I started doing, videos as well it's made such a difference to how people perceive me and also um <laughs> you're you're so spot on you just reminded me really with the um emails or just any kind of text support because you know, the one before that was a message was emails aren't working now i don't normally do email support but with one client i am their their relative <laughs> and that's all uh -huh. i got and uh -huh. it took so many conversations to realize that they were talking about their program on their computer and that the computer was virus ridden as well oh lord <laughs> so it's actually nothing to do with you absolutely nothing to do with me and you know and somebody else solved it for them in the end because i said i'm sorry i just can't do anything about your computer you know it's, yeah. uh, have you yeah. ever become like the tech guy then the person well, that, you know with a client where it stepped out of being the I'm going to support your website too. I'm basically going to support your entire tech infrastructure, including your printers and router. <laughs> Do you know, I, I don't know of this, but I think it happens. You know, I, I remember somebody saying on a, a Facebook comment somewhere about that, that the, the client, and they liked it, and that when they the, when they go and see their client for a meeting, they, they get introduced as, they, here's my... Here's my computer guy, you know? Yeah. <laughs> not, oh, not, their, oh. not their web designer. Run away. Um, yeah. I've had a client where they, this is going back years, and this was in the period where I was just really learning. Well, I didn't really have a, a mechanism for saying no to anything. I just said yes to everything. <laughs> I got this email asking me to fix, I can't, yeah, it was email related, and it was about things at their at their kind of firewall in their router, blocking things, and, and I... <laughs> 
ridiculously, I actually did it. I went in and researched their, how their router was all set up and what their email provider did, logged into their router, fixed the problem and charged them a sort of an hourly fee. But those days are gone. I'm not doing that nonsense anymore. <laughs> <laughs> we, we did talk a bit before about what our options are for fixing this didn't we and we came up with sort of four things four approaches if you like mm. for how to deal with the clients so the first one was well make everything as simple as possible yep. so that's like your videos and and we you know we've talked about this before with when we moved on to white labeling about some people how they try and make the back end a lot simpler in wordpress for mm. clients yeah and i'm that- really caught on that the, the only reason i would white label wordpress is mm. because of simplicity I'm, I've, I've reached the decision that actually I want everybody to know about WordPress. So yeah. I'm not white labeling it to hide things. If I, and, I, and to, to be honest, I'm probably yeah. not even going to remove menus anymore. Um, yeah. I'm just going to work on the basis that most of my technophobe clients express very clearly that they're terrified of clicking things, not the other <laughs> way around, not like, oh, I'm going to go and explore this menu. They're, they're, they, they live in fear of clicking things and breaking things. Yes. Um, yeah. So that it's, makes sense. It, it doesn't. I don't think the two are necessary. You know, hide things because you've got a technically illiterate client. My experience usually is they'll stay clear of anything that they don't fully know, um, and that's sometimes where the maybe where the maybe I'm falling down because then you get questions um, about things that they potentially have done, but it's so rare. I'm not yeah. going to bother. Yeah, and one of my early one day webs that was just me a one day builds. Um, the, the client wasn't really involved in that day, but afterwards, and I did, as always, I give them the full access, but I did advise them to go down the, um, an editor access where the page builder was restricted. And, you know, so I think I do clear those things up and they stuck yep. to that. Yeah, and I it meant that I could have that content. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you can even, you can have that discussion, can't you? You know, you say, look, this is what, this is what you'll get if you, if you want admin rights or whatever, you know, whatever rights yeah. you want. Um, or we can set it up for you in such a way that um, you'd, you'd find it really hard to break things because we'll remove all the menus. Um, mm. But, but you, you know, you've got to understand that it might be more difficult for me to troubleshoot something because you might not be able to access some of the things that you need. Um, yeah. 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 And the, the next one we got, we could ask them to get support elsewhere, which... Uh. I've I've never, ever, ever done that. That's that's (laughs) such a breath of fresh air. I should do this more often. Well, I've started thinking that only because I know I'm going to have to deal more with clients directly. And I'm very conscious about not making myself available all the time with my packages. Mm. So what I'm trying to do is, particularly because I'm focusing on one day web builds or a series of one day builds, I'm trying to say beforehand, if they want to get involved with me, let's have the conversation about their technical level and whether they want to put someone else on the job with me who knows more or whether they want to have some support because if they're buying my time which they are going to be with these projects then if i'm explaining things which could be explained by somebody else they that's going to cost them more money it's going to take up more days to build their site so do you have like a um i know you haven't necessarily done this so much yet but do you have Mm. a bank of kind of online wordpress tutorial sites or knowledge based sites or whatever that you will hand over and say look you could probably find your answer to most of these over there and it'll it'll be free for you to do that research 
I haven't, but do you know what? It's exactly what I thought when we were discussing this. When we said we're going to discuss this, I thought I must get a list of resources. Yeah. So I'm going to. <laughs> that's what I'm going to do next. Yeah. Well, I mean, Google is your best friend, really, isn't it? The problem is, is that most of the time, a Google search for anything that's gone wrong with WordPress requires probably one specific word that the client might not have. Uh, you know, so it might be um, the, the name of a plugin, which you believe to be the cause of the problem, uh, or just using the word plugin or using the word WordPress. So you and I can find those solutions really easily because over many years we've built up a, a technique with Google, whereas a client who's, I don't know, selling cars or insurance, their yeah. their Google-ness, their Google skills will probably relate to, be related to their chosen industry and not not necessarily fixing wordpress issues so yeah i reckon having a knowledge base a list of useful websites is a good idea i think so also i just i like the idea now because thinking that it becomes a problem i just wanted to get as an as an early contact just to get that um issue sorted with mm. people who say they're technophobic and just say look you know this is what we're skilled in and this is why we charge this kind of amount for our time so we don't want to you know use up your time just to get that out yeah on the table initially but so all ongoing support might have that flavor they might recognize that they don't want to waste your time that's my hope with it <laughs> are you um just before we go on to point three do you curate your um your content, your video content, or any content that you create in, when you've helped out clients, um, no, do you keep mess. it anywhere? <laughs> no, it's a mess. No. I, I mean, it's all that I use. I, I changed from Loom to Cloud app for most of it. Okay. So yep. I can find it. And I ought to really, I, at some point, yeah, I'll do it. But. Does Cloud app allow you to sort of tag things then? Can you say this is such and such? Because I've yeah. got Cloud app and I, all I ever do is make the videos and then paste the URL in the same way that I do with Loom. Um, but I, I'm guessing that Cloud app might allow you to tag things or something. I don't really yeah, know. Yeah, it's got a very cool search, particularly with screenshots. It's got, you can actually read the, through the images so okay. you can actually search for things but uh, oh. no I, 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 have, I haven't organized this at all no my essentially when I make a video I paste the URL into the email and then forget about it never ever go back to it um, mm. so you know I don't even know if it's been viewed or anything but I should curate those the problem is is that each video especially if you're using a different suite of plugins on each website or uh, you know um, or have got them configured differently the mm. the video for this person over here is going to be different for the, to yeah. the video for this person over here so the ui is different um you know so that i i don't know i i don't know there's obviously services like video user manuals which mm. try to solve this problem but um they're very generic and they offer help with you know things like gravity forms and uh, and WordPress posts and pages and Beaver Builder. I don't know if it goes beyond that, really, but a lot of the problems the clients will be dealing with won't be those. It'll be, yes. you know, your advanced custom fields fields are not behaving in the way that you want, and there isn't a video user manuals video for that, so you'd have to make one. But the other client wouldn't have the same uh, yeah. UI, so it might be prefixed with a pound sign over here, whereas you've got a dollar sign, and all of a sudden they're like, what? That's not the same. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you know. I, I, honestly, I think that's the way uh, you were talking about just making videos as you go along for the individual clients. And I just think that's the best service. I think mm. you could waste so much time trying to make the perfect database or series of videos. And I still think as with 
I, I've got video user manuals. I'm pretty sure that no one's watching them because they just want something personalized. Yeah. So I think that's the best we can do is to try mm-hmm. and suggest that they have their own resources for sort support rather than mm. waste your time. But if they do come to you, you'll give them a personalized service. I yeah. Think that's... Yeah. Within the confines of what you've agreed, you know, I think yeah, that's always yeah. important to come back to. Sorry. I interrupted a lot there. Uh, what's no, three? No. <laughs> uh, three, three was, uh, well, offer help as a package, which mm. is, uh, I'm trying to do this, you know, in a way, because I'm, no one's used it yet. Cause I've already just kind of set up the landing page for it. But, uh, uh, Training sessions is something that I want people to take up so they can learn more about their page builder so they can manage their content better. Mm. That's what it's designed for. Mm. But I'm just thinking, well, that's a viable period of time that they can have, but they can use it for whatever they like. If they want to know how to set up their email client, well, that's fine. The One of the things that I try to do whenever I'm trying to sell a care package is I, I try to sort of subtly imply that Basically, if you don't come in on this, you are going to have to find the solutions to any problems elsewhere um, mm. because that's the reality of it. But yeah. but occasionally, you know, a client will come back and say, OK, can we make this little fix? And I will kind of say, OK, it's an hourly rate. But at that point, you get all these problems. Of, well, how long is it going to take? And well, I don't know. <laughs> it might take 15 minutes. It might take an hour and a half. I really don't know. And there's that real sort of Mexican standoff moment where somebody's got to go first and Okay, do they yeah. authorize you to just go for it and see how long it takes, which might be 10 minutes, it might be three hours, or do you agree a fee in advance and on it? Oh, that's a, that can be annoying. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, in fact, already I started to think along those ways because largely when, I'm, when somebody asks me to do a job and I'm not sure, at the moment I tend to be over-quoting a little bit the time yep. and then it's under and then I would rather charge them less so they then trust me down the line to yeah, that's of, a, that's a, <laughs> but I don't know that's a great idea sometimes you just get that person though that that client who won't make that bridge won't yes. shake your hand halfway you know they just want no I need the price otherwise we're not doing it and at that point your little knowledge base of articles would be very useful you know uh, yeah. well okay we can't agree look it'd be great if I could fix it for you but you know you can probably fix it for yourself Here's some um, here's some helpful websites that you can go and visit. And actually, do you know what? I expect that after ten minutes of searching those websites and not really finding an answer, they'll maybe come back <laughs> to you and be a bit more. Um, oh, okay, we'll see. Let's, let's go <laughs> yeah. for it. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, it's getting people on board, isn't it? With mm. what the problem you have, and that's trust, isn't it? Most of it. Mm. Yeah. What's four? Four was oh, I forgot what was this. Oh yes, well it's the last one really, which is. Let them sort it out themselves, which I guess we've wandered into. <laughs> yeah, I'd love that. I'd be totally happy with that because I know that there's a lot of, um, there's maybe some fairly, the business is relying on support. I really don't. My business is increasingly, uh, sorry, not increasingly, has steadily been just about building the website and support mm. is a little bit of an, an add-on thing. Um, yeah. I certainly couldn't live off my care packages. I need the, the sort of churn of websites. Um, so yeah, yeah, it, it's, uh, I, I would be happy in many ways if the support queries never came in and I was happy, able to say, look, yeah, go and sort it yourself. You can do it. And here's the, here's the articles to explain. Yeah. Well, largely what I was thinking of, to be honest with that one is the fact that a habit, which I've learned not to do so much. And I, I guess I learned this in my job as a manager as well, is not to jump in too soon to help people out. So when you've, 
if you've become the the web guy or the web girl, you know, that clients know they go to for everything, you know, yes. they probably quick to send you an email and you might be quick, you know, to give good service to answer them. But actually, sometimes if you leave a bit of time, they just figure it out for themselves. Yeah, it's a really good point. Yeah. You I, I, know. I, we say all this stuff like it's like it's a tried and trusted technique but the truth is we're both of us probably making stuff up on the fly and reacting differently to one technophobic client than we are to the other one and and Uh, you know your own personal likes of people and the you know the amount of work that you've done with them in the past and how long they've been with you all comes into play and very often I'll find myself doing things strictly out of limits and just getting on with it and sort of thinking ah it's all right it's not a big deal they've we've been working for years together I think this is this is fine I'll just get on with it it is tempting me, though, but the fact that I have seen clients fix it themselves. I mean, the one who said about my emails are broken, that's generally the kind of queries that I get right. um, that level. I, I have, because I've been traveling, I haven't got back to her as quickly as I would do. So mm. with allowing one day for your support, they, they say, oh, no problem, fixed already. And I'm just thinking maybe it's a way to build things into it yeah. just to say it will take 24 hours to get it and see if that cuts down. What about <laughs> what about in that any what about in that initial response like in an email footer almost you uh, you you have this article knowledge base that you're going to put together that would be a good idea you know we we mm-hmm. endeavor to get back to you within 24 hours 72 hours whatever in the meantime you might fix fix it if you go into these links. Yeah there I think that is an approach. I think all of these combined, and of course, we're never going to get it right, are we? But it's no. just nice, nice talking about it, nice thinking about yeah. it. Well, <laughs> speaking of um, speaking of thinking about it, I'm now thinking about the interview because uh, yeah, we've gone yeah. for 27 minutes, David, which is just it's we're horrendous with the clock. Um, on my de- on my screen, it shows the clock. We should start a timer on your end so that you're able to see it as well, and then we'd both be like, oh, try to speak quicker and more coherently, and actually say things in a shorter <laughs> amount of time. Right, let's go to the yeah. interview. Hello there, thank you for tuning in to the interview part of the podcast. I'm glad you made it this far. Okay, today, all the way from Bucharest in Romania, I hope I've got that right, is, now I'm going to try this, is Dimitri <laughs> Baitanchuk. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah, good. How are you? Uh, great. Thanks. Thanks for having me. You are very welcome. Now, Dimi, which is what I'm going to say from now on, Dimi is on the podcast today, <clears throat> excuse me, because of a storm of interest that's occurred Uh, in the WordPress community over the last, let me say, month. I'm going to say about a month, maybe two months by the time you're listening to this podcast, because Dimmy um, is part of the the company which produces, or is going to produce, no, produces the Breezy Page Builder. Um, And you may have seen recently, all sorts of people have been talking about it on on the, the forums and in the WordPress community. Um, and so the, the first question I've got to ask you, Dimmy, is why on earth have you decided to build a page builder when we already have lots of them? Well, uh, you know what? We, 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 uh, we started like two years ago, 18 months ago, and uh, we sat uh, at the table and... Uh, look at the, the options in the market and we, we really thought and uh, now it demonstrates that uh, we have, we've been right. We really thought that 
things can be a bit visual, a bit better. You know, mm-hmm. you can edit pages and do things more easily, accessible to anyone. Yeah. So that's why why uh, we've decided to to, to start uh, Breezy, and we've put the first thing on the table and said we need to question every assumption, everything, and uh, we've discussed. I I think hundreds, if not thousands of hours, every little toolbar, detail, uh, change it, design it 10 times over and so on and so forth. So if you are testing Breezy now, uh, this is uh, this is the this is the plugin and you'll see what we came up came up with. Yeah, I have to say, you know, when you think about page builders, there are already we're what are we we're like a few years in since page builders came around Mm -hmm. and um they kind of like have common features you know they might uh, click click this area and suddenly things become editable over there um click this area and you can fiddle with the the settings over here you you really have taken a very different approach um and one that i think is it's it it is different um yeah you you know you know it's uh we why why do you uh, why uh, would you it, it isn't it better to just if you want to modify something in a page to just click it and modify it mm. why why would you have to 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 click something here and have this have this disconnect between what you are editing and the options for that uh, for that element or for that widget or whatever so we wanted this disconnect to disappear and if you want to edit something in, in breezy with breezy on the page you just click it a toolbar with options will appear and that will let you do something with that element i don't know maybe you'll edit text so you'll have inline editing so maybe you'll change an image or something like this so the idea was that to bring everything right in front of you I'm going to suggest that if you're listening to this podcast and you are sat anywhere near a computer, um, that you pause right now um, and go to breezy.io. So that's B-R-I-Z-Y or Z-Y if you're in America, .io um, and go and look. Um, because then you can come back to this podcast in 10 minutes time or possibly go on Google and you know search for Breezy videos or something like that. Go and look and you'll you'll get a better grasp in two minutes watching than you will do in five minutes of us talking. But to, to yeah, sum no, up, yeah. To, we've, to, we've, uh, sorry to interrupt no, you, but no. we've, uh, I've, uh, I've, I've discussed this <laughs> with my friends and a lot of people. And uh, when you actually <laughs> need to explain something, how it works, and it takes longer and it's harder to explain than actually do it. Yeah. It's uh, it's clear that uh, that uh, we are on to something. Yeah, here with, yeah, with it's, it's a good point. Nevertheless, I'm going to explain it for those people yeah, who, are sure, listen, please, who are listening please. in a car or something like that. What happens is you you find an element that you want to to edit, and then you click on it, and a little toolbar appears where that element is. So it's not like floating left or floating right initially. And most of the common features that you're going to want to edit appear in that little toolbar, and you click on icons. And then further options appear above the toolbar. So it's all happening where the mouse is and where the element is. And then and then sometimes, depending on the complexity of the, the feature that you're trying to edit at that moment, a, a menu will sweep in from the side, um, giving you a whole array of things. But if you just want to, for example, edit the text and round the corners of a button or something like that, that's all done where the mouse is. Now, it sounds like a trivial thing, 
But really, that's that kind of feels to me at the heart of everything that you've done. Was that was that really when you were designing it and building it? Was that the the whole the the essential yeah, sure, core sure. of it? Of course, of course. This was one of our main uh, one of our main uh, ideas to mm. to layer the options. Basically, we've we've layered the options, so you'll have the majority of the the basic options that you'll do with the elements right there on the toolbars. Mm -hmm. That appear when you click uh, the elements mm -hmm. and advanced options like i don't know maybe you want to add a css class or maybe want to 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 change uh, some margins or some paddings we've put them in a in an advanced uh, panel that comes from the right side yeah but you'll access that only if you need it and uh, we've uh, we've put there only the uh, the, the complex things so yeah yeah, and it this this toolbar on the right hand side it simply isn't there until you actually need it, and then it's it sort of beautifully sort of scrolls in. It occupies a probably about five centimeters of the page on the right hand side, and then when you're finished with it, it goes away. Um, so it's not sitting there permanently doing nothing. It, it, that's the that's what what I'm getting from this is that you really are looking at the web page that you're editing. There's 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 no UI clutter around the you know, around it. Uh, let me just, uh, if I if I may, tell you a small story. Mm. One day we were uh, working in the office, and I was um, I was creating uh, one of the one of the pages for uh, one of our teams, and uh, I was talking with Bogdan, my colleague, and uh, I said something happened with Breezy. I click things, and the the toolbar doesn't appear. And Bogdan told me, "Man, you are." looking at the preview of the website not not at the editor so, you know, when 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 this fine line is actually you can't tell the difference and at that point i realized oh my god yeah <laughs> this is actually awesome you know? yes so you you are you are literally in the page um, yeah and, and, I, I i've basically what i've did there i i've i've uh, i've um messed up and thought that the preview is the actual editor yeah and yeah because whilst a lot of the, the the page builders that we've got at the moment you edit some sort of page builder mode um and a lot of things appear and, and that you know we're not not disparaging those but that's the way it has been so far no, of course not not only that but uh, we have great respect for 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 all of them yes <laughs> if yes you, if you think about it they have some of them are uh, paved these roads, yes. basically. So yeah. you yeah. know, I mean, it's just a different approach, isn't it? And so, you know, yeah. some people will prefer to you know have the menus there all the time. But if if you go, like I say, go and look at these videos and and what have you, and you'll get an idea of whether this is for you or not. So okay, so we rewind the clock, um, eighteen months, two years, or something like that. Um, quite a few people in our Facebook group have been commenting about it. Um, ever since a month or so ago, it suddenly came onto the the market and what have you. And quite a few other questions are related to um, like how it's been built and what technologies you've used. So on a, on a not particularly technological level, can you explain what was involved in the building process of this and what? Yeah, sure. I'm glad got? that you've mentioned not particularly technological because I'm a design guy. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and a user experience guy, so uh, I'm not that technical. I understand the project, but uh, I uh, the tech part I fake it most of the time. So <laughs> very, very honest yeah. of you. 
Yeah, uh, the project is built 100% on React. Mm -hmm. and if uh, you're who's listening, if uh, you're not familiar familiar with React, it's a library of uh, developed by Facebook. Mm -hmm. A lot of stuff stuff you see in Facebook, it's uh, you're using basically React when you go to Facebook. Mm -hmm. So this enables us to to show this uh, very nice UI and make it very fast. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um... And so, okay, the, the the way it is at the moment, we'll talk about the, the features that you get within the page, but mm -hmm. um, the way it is at the moment is we're in this um, sort of holding pattern at the minute where there's going to be a, a free release which is available at the moment. You can download it and you've, you've gone, it feels a little bit like you've gone um, with a, a full featured free version. You know, there's an awful lot packed in there. There's absolutely stacks and of it. Wait a bit because there's the, what you see there is not all. Yeah, we, uh, you know, every time now we, when we're discussing everything in the office, uh, we we put that question first: Is this the breezy way? You know, because everything we've we've done until now and we plan to do from now on is to to try to challenge everything. You know, and mm. uh, uh, regarding this kind of. Uh, kind of business model and uh, regarding the free and the pro we want here as well to have a different approach uh, we'll include everything in free so if we've already included like uh, global sections for example mm. or saved sections you can save them and use them in other pages we'll include headers and footers in free we'll include templating in free so we'll include a lot of things in free we'll we'll let you taste everything and only if you want something more complex maybe you want something for uh, funnels for a marketing perspective some uh, landing pages designed by us and things like that only then you'll uh, you'll uh, maybe you'll you'll want to uh, we don't want to force the pro on you mm -hmm. Th that's the main that's the main point yeah the um so at the minute there's this free version and there's um, there's a period of time in which you are offering the the pro upgrade do mm -hmm. you do you want to dwell on that do you want to explain a little bit more about what the what the purpose of pro is and why mm -hmm. anybody would want to want to purchase it of course of course uh, you know the uh, we, there was the discussion here in the office and we thought we should we should uh, uh, put a pre-sale out there you know mm. and some of the of our uh, some of a member of from our com facebook community suggested that uh, uh, we should uh, kickstart the breezy pro with a lifetime deal and mm -hmm. we we thought about it and and uh, and, and uh, came to the conclusion that uh, this is a great a great idea and we decided to 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 offer this deal a lifetime deal basically you'll you'll, you'll be able to use the breezy pro on unlimited websites for clients uh, get support for life uh, updates for life and also white labeling for those interesting interested and this deal will uh, will basically go away when we launch uh, when when we actually launch the pro will uh, will then change to a yearly licensing system so so that's available at the moment and it's a really i think it's quite an interesting take you've got on it um if you were to uh, to go to the website now I, I don't fully know what the price will be because when we release this podcast um is indeterminate but the price is sort of slowly but surely creeping up um and at some point when pro is ready are you then going to flip that 
um, that pro unlimited everything lifetime deal over to a, a more traditional sort of annual pricing structure? Yeah, sure. Yeah, uh, you know this uh, lifetime deal is uh, is basically a deal for early adopters. Basically, if yep. you like breezy, you uh, and we think this is the this is the future of creating content on the web. It doesn't matter if it's breezy or if it's you put the name there. But uh, I, I don't see I don't see how you you will uh, you will be able to create uh, content over the web, be it WordPress or something else, websites for clients from the back end, how it used to be. Yeah. So uh, if you feel this is the future and you want to invest in Breezy, you get this as an early adopter and have a lifetime access to it. But uh, when it's gone, it's gone and uh, we'll uh, we'll introduce the the early licensing system yearly licensing system because uh, a lifetime uh, a lifetime uh, deal it's not business wise feasible if yeah. you think about it yeah so you're trying to get a, a a nice kick of cash a nice injection of cash to sort of like like we've seen lots of times before just to yeah, sure, make sure that sure. the project has got people that are interested in it mm-hmm. and obviously it's quite you know it's a nice pat on the back and 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 it makes you feel we're going in the right direction if people are prepared to separate with their cash um yeah. in order in order to have something which isn't yet even available um, of course yeah yeah it's great now with the um with the pro version one of the questions that came up in our community was questions around um whether the pro version is going to be sort of fit underneath the gpl license or not do you do you know what your thinking is about the license of that yeah we we are still discussing this at the moment, mm-hmm. I know I know the conversation there, a long one actually. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, let me put my uh, my velvet gloves because this is a very sensitive uh, sensitive discussion <laughs> for uh, for a lot of uh, developers. And uh, we we are in this business since 2009, and we developed Teamfuse, a WordPress a premium WordPress team shop yep. that still sells teams uh, now. In 2014, we launched a uh, WordPress framework that has over 100,000 active installs right now. So a lot of developers are developing teams, premium teams right now on this framework we've, uh, we've created. And uh, those, all those are uh, open source GPL. Mm-hmm. So um, mm-hmm. we understand this. We are discussing it and we are really considering it. So yeah. okay. uh, I, I can put the, the, the point on it right now, but... Uh, Know that we are uh, we are discussing in that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, it's that, not uh, not set in stone yet. No, I think still, it's uh, I think it's just one of those hot topics that people like to like to have clarity on, isn't it? But if you haven't made the decision, you haven't made the decision, and it was worth asking the question. So there we go. Yeah, sure. sure. Yeah. Uh, so we'll find out at some point before um, I'm guessing the the pro license becomes course, a, an course. annual thing. Yeah. Okay. So keep watch this space. Uh, you can find out from Dimmy and from no doubt from Brizzy.io what the situation is regarding that. Now, I just want to turn our attention for a moment to um, to actual features, which I rather like. If you don't mind, we're just going to literally talk specifically yeah, about sure. things that you get um, and you get to look at. Um, and just some, some of the things that when I've been playing with it, I've really liked. Um, and we'll talk around those for a minute. Um, one of the things that seems to be wowing people is the this sort of global color palette um i've not seen that before do you want to tell the users what that is because i'm not really doing it justice but it's very cool 
Yeah, the the the, the main idea is uh, how we started this. Uh, we had some questions on the table, right? You you've created a website. How do you do it? You just uh, create all the pages and so on and so forth. Put mm -hmm. colors, fonts, mm -hmm. the uh, on all the elements, on all the titles, and so on and so forth. So what if? But later in the project, the client or you, you know, the taste changes over time. You you want to try something else, and and Breezy enables that uh, designer, that uh, that uh, artist in you, to try colors, to try fonts, and so on, because because it's so easy to do it. Yeah. No matter the no matter the reason, uh, the idea behind the global colors and typography is that. When you are setting some global uh, a global palette of colors and uh, a global uh, typography, and if you use those symbols, you link basically the text with the those symbols. When you change something, it changes in all the instances. Yep. So imagine you have a button uh, on five pages. If you want to change the color for that button. Traditionally, you need to go and load all the five pages and change that color. You but will. With this, and you, you yeah, of course, you will. Uh, and you are doing it right now with, uh, with uh, basically all the teams out there. Yeah. But if you are linking those colors in Breezy with the global palette of colors, you'll change only the only one color in one. Uh, and one setting and it will be updated on all the pages. It is so, very, very hard to underestimate how much time this is going to save, you know, people, because I get it. You, you know, when you said five buttons like that, it's not normally five. It's normally about 50. <laughs> it takes yeah, ages. It's not only buttons. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You have fonts, you have text, you have... And I think this will save a lot of time, especially especially uh, professionals, uh, web designers that work with clients. And we all know we love them. We, <laughs> but we all know that clients usually want to test things. Uh, let's try this color. <laughs> let's change this font, and so on and so forth. And this uh, this feature, I think, will uh, you know we've created breezy to answer our needs first. Yes. I think I think I think great products come from from this uh, if you answer to your needs first. Yeah, our you, needs. your own pain. So. Yeah, I mean I have I noticed it wasn't just like you said it's not just buttons or text. It could be uh, color of icons. It could be the, yeah, yeah. the color of an overlay uh, of an image so that you know the opacity uh, like you've got a purple overlay over an yeah. image, you can make the you can make all the buttons, all the text, all the um overlays you just click a button in the menu and everything on the entire site is done and i yeah that's really powerful that that for me was the that was the moment when i thought yeah i, I like this this looks really and nice. you should see what we are discussing for the pro with different uh, mm. styles for the all the it will be we're discussing now some uh, some features that will uh, want to implement uh, in the pro regarding this styling. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, I, I, I won't delve too too much too much more deeply. But here's another yeah, okay. little feature which I thought was cool. Um, so when you begin creating a page in Breezy, you kind of start with these blocks. I'm going to call them blocks. I don't know what the mm -hmm. correct term. We is, call but... them blocks. Oh, great. Okay, I thought I thought as much. But there's like 150 of them right now, and they cover the traditional um, horizontal sections that you would find on a website. And so you say, okay, I'll either begin with a blank page um, or I'll just start with this one block and then I'll add some other blocks as time goes on. Um, 
Quite a neat idea, though, is that you can turn blocks into sliders. Tell, tell us how that works and why would, why would we do that? Uh, you know, uh, first of all, the blocks are there to, uh, you know, you, you can create uh, content in Breezy in two different ways. Mm. You can start it from scratch and you have all the elements in the, in the left sidebar in the, yep. and yep. you can create everything you, you, you like. Actually, all the blocks there were created with the exact same tools that are in Breezy. So, yeah. Um, and uh, the blocks are there to, you know, if you feel a bit intimidated about creating things or you are not a right, designer, right. you can just use the pre-made blocks we have and then uh, maybe change some colors, change some fonts. And the colors and the fonts are linked with all the blocks, so they are globally linked. So if you change anything, they'll, uh, they'll update uh, in all the blocks. Yep, yep. So that, that was the, the idea with the blocks. But now we've, we've, uh, we've discussed this in, internally and said... If you want to have, and you know, a lot of websites, the first uh, section is a, maybe a slider. And yes. there's an image, some common. text and something like that. What if you want to do that? Well, you'll need a plugin. Maybe you'll, uh, you'll use a plugin and insert it right there. But what if you can just click a button and that section, that block, just automatically will transform in a slider? And not only that, you could, on every slide, build everything you like. In yeah. terms of structure, drag columns, put buttons, tabs, anything you like. So you have a slide with, I don't know, with a testimonial. You'll have a slide with a contact form if you like. Yeah. I mean, so, it's, it, go on, sorry, carry on. Yeah, this give, I think this gives a freedom of, 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 uh, of uh, and lets you create a slider very fast. Of course, there are solutions, and we have uh, partnerships with uh, Smart Slider, for example. They are great guys, and they, they, they know are. their craft. Yeah, we've had and, them and on. Yeah. They, they do an amazing job with that plugin. But <clears throat> if you want a slider, a simple slider, very fast, and uh, you, you can create it in Breezy in a snap. So Yeah, it's just an interesting take. And it, for me, it just speaks to the fact that you're thinking about this. And you've, you know, you've just come up with a, a nifty solution that, you know, maybe 20% maybe of the people will make use of it. Maybe 50%. Who knows? But it's just nice to know that it's there. You've got this. I know, I know we make use of it. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. Not our team, so, yeah. yeah, and it's so trivially easy. You know, you click a button and basically you've got yourself a slider and then you add another section and you've what, got three three panels to your slide it's great it's really good i like it. what we want to do uh, is not introduce more every time we discuss new features every time we uh, are trying to keep the the entry level and the features that we introduce the concepts that you need to learn to a minimum hmm. so if you if you look at this slider option you'll use the exact same tools you, you've been using to create blocks. Yep. You know? yep. Basically, they are what they are. They are, they are blocks that they are horizontally aligned. Mm. So if you have tabs, this is yet another nice feature that, uh, you know, if you add a widget, a tab widget, usually in a WordPress team, you are maybe blocked. You can write only text there or yep. maybe put image or something like that. Yep. In our in breezy tabs, you add it like a structure. Think of it like a structure uh, component. So inside the tab, you can build anything you like. Yep. Put columns, put icons, buttons, texts, anything you like. So we 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 want to to 
let you do everything, you know, let you not restrict you in any way. Yeah, I think for me, the whole sort of thing comes down to time saving. There's an awful lot of time saving features in here. So we, we mentioned like that, you've got the sliders option. You can just click a button and rather than going and installing a plugin, you, you've got yourself a, a simple slider. Um, but there's more, you know, there's a whole load of stuff like this. For example, the way that you handle padding. Um, of elements mm -hmm. is re I think really neat um, you essentially scroll the mouse over an area where there's uh, padding um, it turns blue to indicate there's padding and you just drag the mouse and there's more padding or less padding that well, that was that's really neat and again will save people a lot of time um, you know creating blank columns and then setting them with heights and things like that yeah indeed yes um, you've got 4,000 icons in there already. Um, are they are they sort of like custom made? Did you have those made or are they ones that you've, you've made previously for other projects? Uh, these icons are uh, uh, icons uh, uh, from, uh, <clears throat> from some great guys. They are called Nucleo. Ah. Yeah. We've... Uh, uh, We've basically purchased a commercial license from them, Great. and we are allowed to 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 put them in Breezy, yep. so anyone can use them. You know, with the icons, we 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 have a lot of uh, a lot of ideas there, and we plan to add more icons, premium, different colors, different. It will be it will be great in the future. Ah. Us as designers, me myself, and I know Bogdan as well, my colleague. You know, when you're using a software and you have like four, five, ten. 20 icons and the rest 200 are in the pro version or whatever yeah. you need to pay for them it kind of feels cheap it kind of feels that uh, you want to create you want to and they they unnecessarily restrict you for and we wanted here in breezy to have all the icons you, you'll ever want or need so yeah i can't we've put four thousand of them I, I cannot see myself you know unless some new device comes along with a new shape that we've never seen before the, all the icons are there you you've got it covered uh, it's really good there's a couple of other little features which i just think are worth mentioning actually there's quite a lot one of the one of the things that i really like is this you got the, i don't know what to call it but when you try to when you put an image in as a background section there's this little nifty feature that you've got in there where you can drag this dot around and it and it moves the position of the background image and I think that's really neat. That that's yeah. going to save an awful lot of time. It's it sounds like nothing, but it's really cool. Yeah, it's cool uh, uh, because we call it first of all we call it focus and zoom. Okay. There are two different options. Yeah. So when you when you put an image on the on the page, it doesn't matter if it's an image element or it's a it's a it's a background in a section or in a column. You have uh, you have two options. You have a zoom feature that when you drag the drag a slider, the image will actually zoom yep. inside the, yep. the content element, or you can focus the image. What what that means is that you have a point on the image, and when you drag it, the image moves, uh, and uh, you can basically refocus where you want to where where you want to, the image to to actually be shown on yes. the on the yeah yeah. And this is this is nice because. Uh, because you don't have to, you know, you don't have to go to Photoshop, uh, exactly. crop it, uh, exactly. do it stuff. Because maybe one, you don't know how to do it, and two, maybe you don't want to do it, and it's a way a lot faster to do it like this. Yes. So. 
Yeah, that's exactly it. It's the, you know, you've you've got an image, you've received an image from a client and I don't know, maybe it's a picture of a person on a computer, but the person on the computer is over to the left and the bit yeah. that automatically yeah. gets put in the page is the center where you can yeah. just see his hands um, and you just you've click on hate, the... You've got to hate that team member that when is, one is with the, with the head cut off. Yes, yes, exactly. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> it. And you just click a button, drag a tiny little blue circle and the whole image and, and again, the emphasis is on this is all happening on the page you see it all it's real time it's really cool you just drag it into the right place and there it is yeah i like and that another cool feature sorry to interrupt you no. but this is a nice nice feature that will be in the pro for in the pro for in the pro uh, in the future we plan to integrate um, uh, apps like unsplash for example so oh, yeah, for, yeah, yeah. for designers uh, or developers if you're working something for a client you don't have to go to Unsplash, search for images, yes. uh, go to Photoshop, crop it, uh, yes. modify it. You just, you'll just you search it directly in Breezy. Oh, that's great. Yeah. I mean, I use uh, tools like Stencil um, and things like that, and they, yeah, they, they have that, they, and it's great. Yeah, it's... they are tools that, 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 that uh, we are not inventing everything right now. No, so no we... but it's brilliant. <laughs> I mean, it does say, because if I'm doing something in that tool, I don't have to hop out. It's just there. Yeah. And, you know, something like Unsplash, they have pretty much everything you want mm -hmm. um you yeah. know so yeah that no but it's a like you say you're not inventing it but it, it doesn't matter it's invented in your in your page builder and it'll save me loads of time so that's great yeah. another nice feature i like is the way that you hammage the way that you handle again talking about images you can um you can just like circle the images or crop you know turn them into squares mm -hmm. turn them into circles fiddle with the border radius right in the icon that floats above the image that's kind of mm -hmm. nice um, and the the way that you hang handle anchor text is quite cool. You can, um, let's say you create a button or something, you can, ah, it's so hard to explain, but so easy to do. Um, you get this little <laughs> visual representation. I, I can, I can try it. Yeah, you, go on. <laughs> yeah. So when you, you know, those landing pages, for example, you want to make a funnel or a, a landing page for a product or a landing page for whatever. So in landing pages, if you have one page, usually links are if you click a link you'll go down the page to another section or so right yeah, yeah, yeah. so in order to create that link what you are creating you are creating basically an anchor to a section below it or above it or whatever so what we did uh, it's uh, when you want to go to a section in the page you don't you, you don't have to i don't know input a link there or write text or something like that you just select you get some thumbnails for all the blocks in the in the page exactly like uh, how you reorder it in the sidebar yep if you know that feature so you'll get the thumbnails for the sections and you only select the section where uh, you want that link to go to and uh, that's it basically yeah it's all I mean, visual uh, the... we, we are we are trying to to filter everything we do through this ease of use usability easy Easy and, breezy. Yeah, I'll stole I'll stole that line from you. So yeah. The uh, yeah, I mean, essentially, at the minute, I go in, I create classes to for sections, and then I link the class to the button. Whereas what you get is you 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 go to the 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 the, the place that you want to anchor, say it's a button or some text, and then you click an image of the section, a whole row of images a whole column of images which is your page appears in the ui and then you just find the section that you want and click it and it takes 
three seconds. Um, so you've got five minutes yeah. of workout. What we, what we still don't have here, and it's in the works, it will be uh, it will be done. It's a um, a live representation of the thumbnail for the block. Oh, nice. Yeah, we don't have it right now because this is another yet another thing that we <laughs> we need to yeah. to 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 I don't know, to break the wall. Yeah. Put it like this. Yes, I can imagine there is an element. You know, if you've radically changed the way something looks, yeah, um, yeah. then and the 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 thumbnail might not represent in your mind yes. where it is. And yeah, I see. Th this is this is not the breezy way to put it like this, mm. but uh, uh, who understands how how things works in this uh, in this mm. development? It's yep. uh, it's it's a, a complex problem to tackle this live thumbnail because we are talking about speeds, we are yep. talking about uh, redrawing uh, some. We we are handling it and we'll come with the solution, but uh, until then uh, it works like this and uh, it's uh, it's great. I tell you what, it works really well at the minute. There's no complaints, but I agree mm -hmm. your your um your solution would be just that tiny little bit cooler. Here's another cool thing: no saving required. This just handles. How does it do that? Well, the the React does that. Right. So um, uh, we we save uh, we save everything in the in the session of of your browser. So you'll uh, you'll basically. If you decide to just shut down the computer or unplug it from your so from your uh, wall socket or your kid, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. Accidentally uh, trip on it. Yeah. Yeah. You just you just open it and it's all there. You 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 basically can't lose. Uh, only don't clear your uh, don't clear your cache. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. So the so it's saving perpetually in the background. Um, yeah. It's just another nice little feature. You know the fact that. Yeah, I mean, why why click a save button every well, minutes? It's, because it's stupid, because until yeah. now we've had to. Um, but yeah. It's, yeah, it's a nice feature. Hey, duplicate columns. That's another one. What I'm trying to say here is, let's say that you've got a bunch of social icons that you want to line up up um, horizontally. Um, in the past, with page builders, you've had to create um, row. Sorry, more um, columns next to each other, and then you maybe maybe duplicate the the button and then put it into the the next column and so on and so forth but with yours you pr press the button and it just puts it next to it and then you press it again and you get another one yeah this is exactly the problem we wanted to solve if you look at a lot of websites you you see and we encountered this need you need two buttons one 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 um, side by side you know one yes, that's uh, one it. two so uh, we've created this the buttons and the icons they have inside the inside the element a grid of it of their own. So when you when you duplicate them, it doesn't duplicate them um, one above the other, but one uh, one near the other. Yeah. So this will let you create uh, things like you mentioned, uh, social uh, social icons, social buttons, menus. Uh, very easily, so you don't have to to fum, fumble and uh, work with all the additional structure elements and uh, modify the paddings and all that. You know. Mm. Speaking, so I mean, they're my sort of like bullet point of about seven things which I just thought were really cool. Um, looking at it in in the way that I have, um, at, at the minute it's a page builder. Do you have mm -hmm. um, ambitions to make it? Um, actually, I think I think you've already touched on this very briefly earlier. But do you have um, the intention to to add 
how to call it, let's call it a theme builder. So the ability to edit headers, footers, um, and that kind of thing. Yeah, in fact, uh, yes, yes, we, we do. The short answer is yes. And the slightly longer answer is um, uh, we already, if you go to on the pro page on, ah. uh, on our website, you see that uh, some, uh, uh, some uh, features there are um, headers and footers. Yes, now you mention it. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and if you scroll down uh, the section, you'll see a video on, on uh, how it will work. You'll basically edit it directly in the in breezy mm -hmm. and there's a cool features that i think you you'll appreciate is the breezy way when you scroll down if you have the the sticky options uh, option uh, enabled it will appear as a sticky and you'll control uh, you'll control it, it's harder to explain than to do just go and <laughs> and, and watch the video yeah and, yeah, uh, yeah well uh, let's quickly touch on the the things which are coming um, yeah dynamic so content it's related to the to the to the team, to the builder you're you're talking the team builder the yep. dynamic content of, of WordPress in the first launch uh, it will uh, uh, it will be um, we, we plan to you know the dynamic content it's a, it's a beast on its own mm -hmm. we are talking about blog post templating uh, conditional uh, make things appear yep. on certain pages and so on and so forth uh, WooCommerce uh, uh, control if you want to control the template in WooCommerce and change things so this this is a a beast on its own dynamic content, but yep. we'll bring some things and then we'll add another thing and then we'll add and in a couple of months, eight, nine, ten months, it will be, uh, it will be, you know, complete. Yeah, I'll just quickly add something into that because our audience will want to know this. The, um, the, the, the promise on the dynamic content is that it will also integrate deeply with uh, your favorite tools like pods, ACF and yep. tool sets so you can drag in custom field data and drop it in. Yeah, we're, um, yep. we are already in contact with, uh, with uh, pod guys and uh, tool set guys. So we are, when we'll start with uh, the, uh, a deeper integration in the dynamic content, we'll start looking into it and uh, for sure, I, I, you know, we've received from developers and uh, a lot of requests for uh, tools mm -hmm. like this, tools yeah. that pods, ACF yep. and, and so on. That I can I can guarantee that you're going to get pestered about those ones if, if, yeah. you, didn't, if you didn't do them. <laughs> Plus, yeah, no, of course, we, we know they're important and we'll do them. They'll, uh, uh, they'll, uh, we, we need to have a priority list, you know. Of course, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. And uh, uh, regarding this, I'm sure the developers will be, uh, will be interested to know. <clears throat> it's not so visible here, but uh, we are planning to release an API, an API yep. to let the developers uh, extend Breezy in whatever way they think of, and I can't wait to see what they come up with. Ah, you've stolen one of my questions later on. So third-party integrations will be a thing. That's great. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll go to that. So an API will come, but uh, again, 10, 12 months, we, we're, we need to, we are focusing on the, on the pro now. Yeah, and you need Next. to get some sleep. <laughs> <laughs> we, yeah. I, you know, actually, Sergio, our lead, uh, lead developer, I, I, I honestly know if, when he sleeps, you know, when I, I stay late at night, at night usually and work and uh, go to come to community and talk with the guys and uh, do some design and so on and so forth. But whenever I'm up, he's, he's, he's up too. So he's 
he's never sleeping. I, I, <laughs> yeah, 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 pat on the back to him. He deserves a, a very long holiday when it's finally out. <laughs> so next, premium design. Yep. Premium design will contain um, pages. We are uh, implementing a lot of, uh, of designs that we are already have an, an in TeamFuse. So uh, part of the pages uh, you you can see now on our TeamFuse website will be uh, included in Breezy uh, in the pro version of Breezy as a as a kickoff for the yep. premium design part. Yeah, that's lovely, we'll, really nice. And um, we'll move up from there. We were planning a, a a nice chunk and a nice pack of uh, of marketing uh, landing pages and funnels and things like that. But because we we only have website uh, so called website uh, pages. This is a really interesting one as well because it's a real area of strength, isn't it? You know, you've been you've been a theme company for a very long time, um, and this to me feels like an area where you could, yeah, you could really excel because you're going to bring premium designs in as just part of the the, the package. Um, there's a there's a lot of value in that. Yeah, we know we have already fifty teams there. Yeah, so, uh, and I think one of our edge advantages. Uh, uh, or let's put it another one. Yeah, uh, it's uh, is the design, the mm. design part. We have a solid design department, mm. and um, and I think this will bring a lot of value. Yep. for uh, yeah. Next headers and footers. Headers and footers. It's uh, pretty clear. You'll have control over headers and footers, and uh, you'll basically uh, as as of it now, breezy uh, somewhat depends on the headers and footers that come from the team you're using. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So if you want a header and a footer right now in Breezy, you just change the page template and the header and the footer options will come from the team. Okay. But uh, soon uh, this will change. You, you'll be able to create headers and footers in Breezy directly. So yep. yeah, you create anything you like. Yeah, that's good. And I don't know how I missed that video. I shall watch it as soon as we finished. Uh, you know, maybe it's not so Maybe it's our fault there. So we uh, maybe we need to work uh, on on that to make it more. Uh, stand oh no, up. it's really obviously a video. I just I just just sort of assumed it was an image. <laughs> okay, so third party integration. I'm, yep. I'm just I'm on the website, so I take them one by one. Yeah, we, we're, okay? we're on it's... Brizzy b r i z y dot i o forward slash pro. Mm -hmm. So uh, third-party integration. Third-party integration refers to the mainly to the um, uh, to the form uh, form uh, element, mm -hmm. and that is another discussion because I love the form building in Breezy. Mm -hmm. you, you'll just test it and uh, see. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it will come integrated. I think we had eighteen on our list. Wow. Uh, wow. Last time I've checked. Okay. Uh, I, I'm not sure all they'll be in the first release, but we'll uh, we'll start with a couple, and then we'll continue to add. Uh, and we, I think, we've also received uh, another ten uh, suggestions or so. Yeah, I mean, it's the usual uh, stuff, isn't it? It's things like campaign monitor, Mailchimp, uh, yeah, sales exactly, force, sales exactly, board, all of that yeah, good stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you call it is there yeah. mainly the, yeah, the yeah, main yeah. main guys. This is a nice one that I really like, and you you love how this will work. This is a pop-up builder, yeah. And you'll say, what what will I will I do with it? Well, we, you'll create all the landing pages and funnels and all that with it, because uh, uh, there will be two types of pop-up builders. One will be that will be action, then you'll call it when you click a link. You click a link, a pop-up will come with whatever you want. You'll build you'll build it there, or you'll have another type of pop-up. You can uh, create a global pop-up, to put it like this, 
that you can set conditions to it. Uh, should huh. appear when yeah. the user scrolls 50%, should yeah. appear when you try to exit the page. You know, the, the usual... Uh, the usual features that you see in the different plugins. Yeah, and different, but it's uh, yeah. it's a third-party plugin. It's one more thing. This is going to be thrown into your pro account. Very nice. Yeah, yeah. Role manager. The role manager is actually 100% done. We've tested and it it's awesome. This the role manager is uh, something that will let you as a as a web developer or a web professional create a website for a client, for example. And uh, we all know how clients are. They'd like to fiddle with stuff and break. Uh, and they call them. They call you at 2 a.m. in the night. Man, I broke up the, the site. Uh, yeah. Help me fix it. So this will let you restrict a lot of things in the builder. So the client will only only control the content. Very cool. Change images, uh, texts, and so on. But will uh, will not be able to drag stuff or uh, or uh, fiddle with. Uh, with uh, with the structure the designer or the the professional uh, created do you um do you have um those capabilities n locked down or is it like a tick box list where you know the editor role gets to do tick 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 we've um, we've discussed this to to make it on on levels yeah but uh, at the first release when we release this it will be just uh, restrict not restrict so it yep. will be a yep. one zero option okay yeah uh, but we've discussed it and we're open to do it, but uh, may, uh, we've chose to do it like this. Yep. Maybe get some feedback when we release the, when we release the preview builds, yep. get some feedback from you, from all the community that are in early adopters. And of course, we can, uh, we can uh, modify it. You know, we, we make this pro for you guys, for, for us and for you. So any, any suggestion and anything, uh, we, we take requests. In, uh, think of us as uh, some, I don't know, radio DJs or something. So we take requests. <laughs> anything you, you put on the GitHub, uh, we, we'll do it. You'll have, a look. You'll have a look at it. Yeah, great. Yeah. And we've got a couple more. Yeah, next, uh, advanced forms. Advanced forms refers to uh, the form uh, element. It, it, it will contain advanced stuff like uh, recaptcha, um, I don't know, uh, uh, checkboxes, uh, radio boxes. It will be a, you, you, it will be a complete uh, uh, form element that will let you create uh, different, more complex forms. You know, yeah, what, amazing. Yeah. A form builder inside a page builder, very cool. Yeah, because what we have now is a basic for uh, form. So if you if you want to do and th this refers to the the thing that uh, I've mentioned earlier about the free and the pro, uh, I don't want to point fingers. This is not uh, this is not the point. But uh, you know when if I give you a tool to create a website, mm -hmm. and you can't put a contact form on a page to let clients contact you, mm. do you think that's fair? Mm, I see what you mean. Yeah, and I put a price on the contact form because I I lock it in a in a in a pro. It it, it doesn't seem too fair to me. So we thought it like this. You know what? You'll get breezy free. You'll start your website, and you'll finish your website. You'll put headers there. You'll put a basic contact form. Okay, it's not an advanced one, but it's a basic one. And we also have a WP integration right there. Mm -hmm. So you you just put it there, and you'll receive emails instantly from clients. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. So this is the idea. You'll uh, use it, the free version, and you'll create a website from start to finish. We don't restrict you anywhere on the way. 
okay, if you want to run faster, if you want designs, if you want uh, a pop-up builder integrations, right, come to us, we'll give you the pro and you'll move faster, but you'll be able to do it in free as well. Yeah, very cool. I think that's And the last thing, option. and I'll, uh, I, 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 I've just realized I like to talk a lot. So, yeah. <laughs> it's it's um, good. Yeah, and the last thing is A-B testing. This is a nice feature that we are uh, we want to implement because we we think uh, we think professionals and uh, marketers will really really appreciate uh, a tool that will let them test uh, conversion rates and things like that. Yeah, I mean it's not the last thing because it's actually um, white label. And, um, you know, course, yeah. it will be white labeled. And for those of you mm -hmm. who are uh, using multi-site, it's also going to be uh, multi-site compatible as well, which mm -hmm. is, a, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a smaller audience perhaps, but still, nevertheless, it's important. Yep. Um, yeah, one last thing. Um, sure. How in the future are, are we, because I know this is a big thing. Everybody wants to know what the support's going to be like and all of that kind of thing. Do you have um, an existing support uh, structure um, and are you going to be taking sort of emails on this or are you, you know, what's your turnaround time roughly, hopefully going to be for support requests? Because at the beginning, you're going to be inundated with those, I expect. Yeah, of course. Uh, you know, it's it's hard to gauge until we until we actually hit that uh, uh, hit that uh, we launch the pro, and uh, it's 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 hard to gauge the. Um, I don't know if you. I think you you are in the community and you stay connected. I saw comments there, and you see that we are you, we are basically connected twenty four seven. Yeah. So yeah, we we tend to to respond as fast as possible. And uh, uh, we'll maintain that uh, for uh, for the pro support as well. Mm. You know, it's it's in our best interest to 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 offer a, to offer a premium support that uh, that uh, you've purchased with uh, with with uh, with your money. So there it's hard go. for me to put a, an hours or something like this uh, on uh, on it yeah. right now. Yeah, but, well, we'll uh, just see how that works out. But I've I've no, I mean, I'm part of the, your little Facebook group, and there's an awful yeah, lot. Of, we'll there's a lot we, of commitment used, going on. For example, as tools, we've used uh, a lot of tools. We we've used on Teamfuse. I can tell you from from that experience. We've used Zendesk. Mm. Well, Zendesk, it's okay. We like it, but it's more of a you, you receive an email, you wait for the response. I don't know, a couple of hours a day, you give it back, and so on and so forth. So maybe we'll uh, we'll approach it uh, with approach it uh, as a live live thing, live chat. Oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That seems to be quite a popular way of doing things now. It's um, yeah, because it's more responsive. Yeah, uh, and you it, get yeah. instant instant uh, instant responses. Of course, some of the issues. Can't can't be resolved instantly, but at least you have a you la you have a feedback right there. Mm, okay, yeah. thanks for uh, pointing this out. We'll look over it. We'll get back to you. You know, you have a you have. Mm. Yeah, no, I think that's good. I mean, I've looked in your Facebook group, and there's a lot of commitment um, already being shown. You know, lo lots of comments from you guys, and an awful lot of interest. I think it seems to me like you've hit um, a really interesting time. You know, people have got used to page builders. You've come along. You've changed it in some way. I, I, I hope that um, that you get a lot of traction. That you manage to, you know, make a real goer of this. Where just before we finish off, I always let everybody have. Um, a minute or two if they want to say where they're where they can be found their twitter handle their whatever you want to say um go yeah, for it sure. 
Yeah, sure. Uh, I'll uh, I have uh, my uh, minute of fame. Or yes, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah you, can, uh, you can find us. Uh, the easiest way, basically, if you want to test Breezy, is to, to log in into your WordPress and go to plugins and just search for Breezy there because the, pl- the plugin is also on the WordPress uh, repository. Uh, so you can download it directly into your WordPress, uh, WordPress admin. You can come to our website. Uh, breezy.io with an Y breezy.io mm-hmm. you can find us on Facebook and in fact we encourage you we encourage you to to, to come to Facebook because we, we have a really nice community there and uh, you can find us on Facebook uh, slash. Oh my God, I don't know the. I don't know the. No, I don't <laughs> actually. Name. But I bet yeah, that if you search breezy, you can search for breezy community or something like this. Yeah, um, yeah. 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 That's great. Um, I should say breezy. Just one more reiteration, just so that you don't get it wrong, is b r i z y uh, dot i o. Sorry to interrupt you. No. If you want a response from me personally, and I I, I want and. Uh, set it as a goal to respond every uh, every mention you just uh, uh, go to any group uh, you're in and mention me and i'll uh, i'll uh, i'll respond so great yeah well that's great i'm really 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 bullish about your about the future of all of this um yeah thank you uh, dimmy for coming on today and giving us um a, a really a nice a nice overview of why you've built it and, and what it features like i say Go to um, Google or their webpage and go and have a look. Look at some videos and you, you'll you'll understand in a couple of minutes what we've been trying to explain. Thanks for coming on and, um, yeah, good luck with yeah, Breezy. Th- thanks a bunch. Thanks, thanks. And today's ending fact comes again from cubicleninjas.com. We were looking at there. I do this every time, Nathan, we cover this. I forget what the, the article's called. Mind-blowing web design facts, it's called. Which don't oh. blow your mind. <laughs> exactly. We're looking at number five. We, we This caught our eye, which is seven out of ten consumers find a company via the blog. Now, we think this is made up, don't we? Well, I, don't, I just... Do you ever find a company via its blog? No. <laughs> no, I, I really don't either. I mean, I don't know where the statistics coming from. On the Cubicle Ninjas website, they, they're linking over to... Now, what is it they're linking over to? Let's it, just have it, a quick look. Impact BND, which ah, we've yes. covered before. Yeah, yes. that's right. So who knows uh, what the research is that went into this. But it, it to me... You know, there's a there's a topic that we should have as a discussion here, isn't there, yeah. about whether or not it's worthy for the clients to be blogging. It yeah. feels like an SEO trick, really. Mostly people put blog mm. posts up for that reason and that reason alone, I think. You know, they don't really have an audience. So maybe there's something in it. You know, you put yeah. SEO pieces up and so Google finds it. And so when you're searching for something in your area, you find it and go to the blog. I very much doubt, though, that people mm. stick on the blog, you know, if they're looking for a particular, I don't know, a plumber or whatever it might be, you'll go to the blog and then quickly click on the links at the top and find the homepage or the contact us page. Yeah, exactly. I think maybe the uh, one thing I did notice about the Impact BND where they got this from is that, that it's from uh, one of their infographics and most of their sources are going back four or five years. So maybe mm. in today's age, it's maybe partly true through other media 
you know, sort of <laughs> that seven out of 10 may find it through things like Facebook or through YouTube or something else yep. might bring them to a company. I would have thought that Facebook would now be the, the default for this kind of thing. Facebook and Twitter. Do people still blog even? Is that is that still a real thing? I mean, I know I do on on the podcast. It's a mm. blog, essentially. But typically, do, biz- do businesses still even do that? We should talk about that as a separate We discussion. should do, because they don't, and they all want it. And I I used to persuade them to go and have their blog, but they didn't do it. So yeah. we like that chat. Yeah, mm. okay. Well, there you go. Apparently, 7 out of 10 consumers find a company via the blog. That's the important, crucial <laughs> bit of information that you've learned today. <laughs> right, we'll, um, we'll end the podcast yes. there, if that's the case. Thank you for sticking with us um, all the way to the end of the WP Builds podcast. Please go to wpbuilds.com forward slash deals, where we've got a whole load of deals on there at the minute, 20% off, 80% off various tools for, for WordPress. Also, if you go to wpbuilds.com forward slash subscribe, you can subscribe to every known platform in the entire <laughs> universe on my terribly designed page. <laughs> there we go. Thanks for listening. And I'm going to say goodbye from me, Nathan Wrigley. And it's goodbye for me, David Wobsey. We always <laughs> mention that there is cheesy music. I think we should stop mentioning it and just allow it to happen. So maybe, yeah. maybe this will be the last mention of cheesy music. I don't know. Maybe I like doing it. See you later. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs>